quick word about maybe health on the O-line through 10, 11 days, whatever it's been, two weeks? Uh, healthy. Um, training camp, you're going to have some, some nicks and uh, bumps there on the O-line. Uh, we're making – our guys are going every day. We're going full speed every day. So you can have some bumps and bruises. And right now we're still in that uh, time frame to get after it and, and build some toughness. And um, so – but uh, healthy. But, uh, I mean, banged up is, is being – is normal in, in our world. Thank you. Eric, what's the readiness level of the team right now? If you guys had to play a game today instead of three weeks from today – could you do it? Um, I don't think we could from a being a shape standpoint, in my opinion. Um, I think we still need these last three weeks of camp to play ourselves in a playing shape, uh, be able to sustain drives. Those are the things that uh, I look for from my perspective, just from my unit. I think, you know, right now I think we could play a nine, ten play drive with some success. I don't think we could go 12, 14, um, so from an in shape standpoint, that's what, I, that's kind of how I feel, but from a mental, uh, preparation standpoint, I think we're in a really good spot. We have a lot of veterans that know, know what they're doing. We have very little, uh, mental mistakes right now. So we're able to, to move and install things at a good pace. So from an intellectual standpoint, we probably could go play a game, but I don't think my guys are in good enough shape yet. And then, Coach, I know you have a lot of connections in the South and in other areas where they're playing football. Is it full go? Is it, what vibes do you get just from some of your counterparts? Is uh, is is everything kind of full go for the season, or or what? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we're playing ball. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Like you alluded to, I got a lot of connections in in the Southeastern Conference and in the Sun Belt and. Um, you know, they have that slogan, it just means more. It means a lot down there to those people, to those economies in the South, to those communities. And uh, as far as I know, we're playing, and everybody is under the impression that we're going. And um, it was a little iffy for a few days, but I think when some of the some of the other commissioners and other university presidents around the South, around the country said, no, forget it, we're, we're going. Um, I, think, I think everybody's vibe has changed a little bit. Okay, let's go, Mitch, Sean, Jacob. Yeah, Coach, uh, last, last year the offense uh, evolved quite a bit over the course of last season. Uh, and you guys kind of became more of a wide zone blocking team. Is that something you guys will maybe look for or look to continue to do this fall? No comment. And then also, uh, who are some of the guys in your offensive line that maybe are some of the most aggressive when they get to that second level? Oh, well, I think we've improved a lot on our second level blocks. I'm really pleased with those. Um, I, I think all of our guys are doing a better job of throwing fastballs on the second level. I tell them you can't throw changeups at linebackers. You got to go throw that high chatter. And we've, we've really uh, improved in that, in that uh, area of our game. So who's, you know, Kiefer Longson's really good because he doesn't slow down. He throws, he throws uh, heaters on the second level. He's hard to deal with being 320 and being real strong. Um, uh, Harris, the chance has done a really nice job on the second level of this, this training camp. So both those guys have, have really stood out on second level players. Yeah, coach, we, uh, we heard a lot last week about this offensive line unit and just how big and physical they are. 
Um, Zach Doss said a couple of things in particular, somebody who's lining up against them uh, every day in camp. What does it mean to you to be able to have a, a physical offensive line? I mean, what, what can you just kind of describe the, the overt physicality that you want to see from your guys? Um, I think I might've mentioned this before, but I think it's just the desire. I mean, I think the desire to, to hit people in the face and run through blocks not stop your feet on contact. Um, the body's natural reaction when you play offensive line and you play with your back to the ball, it's the only position of all sports on the entire planet where you play with your back to the ball. And and so the natural reaction is when you make contact with somebody or you fit on somebody, you want to stop or stop your feet a little bit. And I think the desire to play physical is being able to run through blocks um, and then wanting to finish people. I thought – I thought um, I thought we're better in training camp. I think we're better in training camp so far with that, but I think we still have a long ways to go to get it where it's, you know, 300 knockdown level in a season. You know, that's really what you're looking for is about 300 knockdowns in a, an entire season. So to get that, you got to have every guy getting his fair share every game. Hey, Coach. Uh, I just wanted to follow up a little bit on your answer to Jay's question about um, – your guys being ready for, for day one, three weeks from now. But, um, you know, aside from them having the experience, how does that impact just the way the offense is able to prepare and get reps in? Like how, how important is it to have the experience and the cohesion of an offensive line at a time like this? I mean, it's priceless. I mean, I could not imagine being in a position with the offseason that we had to have to – um, go install an offense to new guys, to new starters, to new people. So uh, as a line coach, I appreciate it. I mean, everybody knows that it just if, – if four out of five get a plus on the play and one guy gets a minus, you know, it's a, it's, it's a negative yardage play or it's not efficient play. And so we have to act so much as a unit together – Whereas, you know, there's other positions on the field where you could have a minus here and there, and that unit could probably still live to live live the down and make it to the next down. We don't have the luxury. So I'm blessed. I don't take it for granted. I've been in places. I've coached my last job. I coached, you know, I started five true freshmen in two years, and I almost lost my mind. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't take it for granted, and it is, it's extremely important, and I value it a lot. Let's go Brandon, then Mitch. Yeah, Coach, I wanted to ask you specifically about Tristan Hodge, a guy who was beset by injury last year, didn't have the season he wanted last year. How's his progress been, if you could just speak to his, to what he's been doing? And he's he's taken so many great steps. He's put on um he's put on a, an incredible amount of good weight in the offseason. He's up to three hundred and twenty pounds, a solid muscle. He, his feet are better, his balance is better, his football IQ is great. Um, so he's really taken things that he struggled with uh, last season and his weaknesses, and he's really attacked them. Uh, he really took advantage of the quarantine. Him and his father worked extremely hard back home. Um, and so he's playing like a, like a guy on a mission, a guy that wants to put a signing bonus in his pocket, and I can appreciate that. And so my job is to put him in the position to do that. And uh, he's been really impressive so far. He's having a really, really nice camp. 
Coach, in what areas has Blake Freeland grown from those first snaps he took ever as an offensive lineman against Boise? Where have you seen the growth in his game? Oh, well, I mean, goes without saying, but football IQ is obviously much better, I think, on his first test that he ever had. Um, getting ready for that game, uh, I think he missed like eight points on the test on Friday night, and I remember just being like, oh, Lordy, here we go. I hope, I hope, he, I hope he's ready. And so his football IQ is just is night and day, and that's natural progression for all freshmen moving into their second season. Um, other specific things he's improved on, he's, he's running through blocks much better. He's working through targets much better. Uh, I think last year he just kind of covered people up. And so he's working through his landmarks in the run game, and and his set has improved a lot. Uh, you know, so we're just really trying to work on some little things technique-wise for him to use his frame to his advantage. You know, I told him, you know, God didn't make you to play anything besides tackle, and every time that you don't play with the right technique, you're you're letting everybody down because you have the advantage, the physical gifts and the advantages that only, you know, very few people on planet Earth have. And so we got to clean up a lot of technique stuff, but just from a physicality standpoint, assignment standpoint, it's much better. And I think he's put on about, you know, 25 pounds too since last season. So he's a much larger person as well. Thanks, Coach. Let's go Darnell, and then maybe we'll have time for one more if anyone else has anything. Hey, Coach, I was, uh, I was just talking to uh, Brady Christensen, uh, and he said, I asked him, what does Coach Mateos repeat and tell you guys a lot? He says, telling us the leaders lead. What is the advantage of having an offensive line with as many leaders as you have this year? Well, I mean, I, I mentioned this, I think, the very first time I ever got here on uh, whatever the, the Sports Nation show is that there's, there's moments where, I mean, right now at practice, I'm standing behind them 15 yards, you know, shouting out random reminders. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of moments where I'm not out there. And um, I think that that's, that's the advantage is that they got to lead each other. I mean, uh, I'll take all the blame for bad performance and uh, they get all the credit for the good performances and that's the way it's got to be but they got to want that on their shoulders and I always tell them that the best players play their best in the in the biggest moments and um, I'm not really interested in how we play uh, versus people that may, might not be as talented as us I am interested in it we're going to attack it but I want to see how we play in big moments, obvious pass situations, loud crowd situations, defense knows it's a pass. I want to see how we play. I want to see how we play on third and short. And so those are the things that you have to, to attack to improve. And having those guys, that many guys, they, they know what I'm going to say. I mean, that's what it comes down to. They've been with me now for a minute. They know what I'm going to say, and I barely have to say anything.